Hello and welcome to episode 55 of the Community Trail Running Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lee. Thank you for joining me once again. So many podcasts out there and I so appreciate you spending a little bit of your time with me. Today we have Mika Thuz, the Bigfoot 200 champ on the podcast. She talks all about how she made her way to a personal best and a course record at the crazy difficult Washington race. It's a fun chat. Can't wait to get to that. Before we do, just a little bit of housekeeping. I am off to Vancouver Island in two weeks for the Finlayson Arm 50. I'm so pumped to see Mike LaBelle and the Coastline crew. We'll see how it goes. I'm always uh, a little bit nervous before a big race like this, so we'll see. But I know for sure that it will be one heck of an event because that's the only thing they know how to do over there. And I will report back before the next episode. And before we get to this episode and Mika, there's one more bit of housekeeping, and that is friend of the podcast, Andrew Miller. You'll remember the coach from a few episodes back. He's giving away a month of coaching. He reached out to me and said, hey... Do you want to give away a month of coaching on the show? And I said, of course I want to do that. That sounds fantastic. I'll post it in the show links for you all. I'll post it on Instagram as well. It's open from today, Monday, August 28th to Sunday, September 4th. Get a chance to work with Andrew for free for a month. Work towards whatever goal it is that you are currently working towards. And who knows, maybe you'll make a lifelong coaching uh, relationship out of it, which would be pretty cool. But today... We're not chatting about your goal, my goal, anyone's goal like that. We're chatting with Mika about the Bigfoot 200. Today's guest is the Bigfoot 200 champion and new record holder, Mika Thews. Not only did Mika destroy her previous personal best in this race by 18 hours, she also managed to smash the course record by a whopping 8 it's her fifth time finishing Bigfoot 200, and I can't wait to hear more about the weekend that was. Mika, huge congratulations, and thank you for joining us to chat about it. Hi, thanks for having me on. It's uh, great to be on uh, the show. I definitely appreciate you taking the time. I always like to start nice and easy. Just before we get into your history with the race itself, can you tell us a little bit about Bigfoot 200 and why it's brought you back again and again? Yeah, so the race started in 2015, and that's actually the first year I ran it. It was uh, the second 200 Candace Burt made with the Destination Trail. So I think this was its eighth year um, this year because uh, the shutdown during COVID, but it's a pretty gnarly course with over 40,000 feet of climbing and in the gorgeous Pacific Northwest um so the trails are just so gorgeous out here it's hard to uh not come back oh fair enough is it it must be kind of fun to have ran it the very first year and now see it come kind of grow up itself while you have grown up with it yeah and like that for sure like we tell stories all the time from it it was like there was around 60 finishers we were just like none of us knew what we were doing we were like (laughs) wandering around the woods for like four days people got lost like it's very different feel than now. Like the rules were totally different. We weren't required to wear trackers even. So like people were getting (laughs) totally lost for just hours and hours. So, um, it's fun to tell stories from back then and all of our blisters and food poisoning, (laughs) many mishaps that occurred. 
Ah, well, let's talk about maybe not so much the past, but this year uh, you ran it 58 hours, 21 minutes, 12 seconds. Tell us about the race. Like, how did it come together so quickly for you? Yeah. Um, yeah. And people are talking a lot about like how fast I've done it compared to the past, but it's slightly misleading just because each year is so different. So like when I ran it back in 2021, it was just a slow year that year. Like everyone was running like eight hours slower than they could have. So okay. it's not as big as a gap as it sounds like. I know it sounds very impressive, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it was just uh, a good year this year. It was a little hot, but um, uh, everything just kind of went pretty smooth for me and it ended up working out. But, you know, I've kind of uh, switched. I'm a, I've come around to the idea of like starting out at a faster pace that's still reasonable. And so I think that, you know, especially I felt like as a female runner, right. It's like, Oh, take it easy. You can always come from behind. But I think the thinking's changing a lot where it's like, don't be afraid to go out at what you think you can do. And like, don't worry about other people saying you're going to blow up and that you shouldn't go out with some of the faster men. Cause you know, if you push yourself, you can be surprised at what what'll happen. Uh, I love that. Is is has that been a part of your training then, like the mental side of things, like being able to to run faster, or is that just something you're like, you know what, I'm going to do this because I can do this? Yeah, I mean, I've had some friends. Um, I ran with a friend of mine at Cocodona um, for most of the race, and he's always been of the philosophy of just kind of, I don't. I don't want to say there's any kind of gender gap, but it does seem to be more of a mentality of some of the male racers where it's like, just go out fast and see what happens. And I like just kind of seeing how they handle things as like, well, yeah, I mean, I know how fast I can run and I shouldn't be worried about also thinking like that. So it's definitely like just talking to other runners and um, some, uh, some friends, like it's kind of become more of a philosophy for me to, you know, and it's worked out in my last couple races. So for sure, mentally, it's it's shifted a little bit, but it's not like it doesn't seem like a big change for me personally as much. Well, it is. But. I, I, I'm certainly getting uh, like huge, humble vibes from you. Um, but you said that the last race was like eight hours slower. Everyone was running eight hours slower, but you've also changed your mindset a little bit. It seems like and and smoke them. If you got them, you know, go out hard and see what happens. Did you think when, when you took the start line there, that it was a year that you were going to be able to take the record down and, and maybe improve your, on your time a lot, or did you, was it just, did it unfold that way? I mean, I definitely was planning to chase the record. I was hoping, um, you know, the course is in better condition this year. It seemed like it'd be possible, you know, no major storms on the uh, <laughs> forecast. So I, you know, and you can plan for whatever time you want, right? And like, just write down the numbers, but it's always so hit or miss whether it's actually going to pan out. So it's like, you plan for the best, but you always know that things are going to change, you know? So, and it was amazing this year because actually all top three females came in under the previous record. So, that's, that's I mean, awesome. I came in first, but um, Eliza and Allison also came in under the previous record. So it was 
just a really fantastic year for the women, I think. And, you know, having um, more women participating, like faster women is, I think, going to really start dropping the times because when you have other women pushing you, you know, you're, you end up racing faster and uh, it makes a lot more fun out there and on the trails. It's great when you have people that can push you and get you to go and bring out bring out you the best version of yourself. Um, a lot of people are trying to bring out the best versions of themselves and doing something like 200 miles, which is 322 kilometers. Like it's absolutely bonkers. But what do you have any like advice for people to, to, to kind of jump in and try something like that or just any any words of inspiration? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I signed up for my first 200, I had done like, I don't know, two or three 100s. And I was just from the Midwest coming over and had no idea what I was getting myself into. Um, and I'd say definitely don't be afraid to jump right in. I mean, it doesn't always work out, but a lot of times you'll be surprised by yourself. And distance is just distance. I mean, I'm not going to say it's easy or anything like that, but it's not as intimidating as you might think. And, you know, the volunteers are also great out there and they want everyone to succeed uh, and they're super helpful. And, you know, if you learn just how to manage, it's just about managing yourself, really managing your feet, your sleep, your stomach. And if you can get all that under control, like you could definitely, I think really anyone could, if they put in a little bit of training can tackle it. And what are you training for these days? You you wrote in your post on Instagram after the race that you do this every two years and you're going to come back in 2025. But you're obviously someone who doesn't really sit still. So what's up now? What are you up to? I actually have a race in just a couple of weeks here. It's called the Divide 200. It's Canada's first 200-mile race by Sinister Sports. Awesome. So that should be a pretty great time. Yeah, I think a lot of people are excited to see it. It's in the Canadian Rockies, so it should be gorgeous. Um, and I know they put on some really great races. So I'm. it's going to be my first race with them. So looking forward to that. Have you raced in Canada previously? Uh, yeah, I've done a, I'm from Michigan, so I did a okay. small race in Toronto or north of Toronto. So I've done just a little bit of racing in Canada, but not too much. Well, fantastic. I hope your trip uh, up here goes really well for you. And I hope the run is everything for everyone that they hope it can be. Where can people follow you along on your journey? Uh, well, I am most active on Strava. So it's just my name, Mika Thuz, and um, but I do have an Instagram, and my username is Sugar Crash Vegan. So those are probably the two best places. Well, amazing! A huge thank you to Mika Thuz. Huge thank you to all of you listening. Shout out to race volunteers everywhere, like all of those at Bigfoot. And until next time, I'm Adam Lee, and this is Community Trail Running. <laughs>